0: Hello, listener. I'm Craig Stepp, and this is my podcast, Look What I Found. This is episode 214 of the Dog Days of Podcasting. Thank you for joining me. And tonight, I am going to talk about my dog and dog's past for the International Dog Day. So today, I was reminded on Facebook that I had made a post last year for International Dog Day, and I had pictures of my current dog Juno, and I thought, you know, what? I'm gonna post some more pictures. So I did, and I posted brand new pictures, uh, and we it was it was nice. And I saw a lot of other people following suit. So let me talk about Juno for a minute. Uh, when Kim and I, and or our whole family, rather, we went on an Alaskan cruise. This is about this is about seven years ago now, and when we came back, we had such a great time in Alaska. It was beautiful. Loved it weather was great. The places were fantastic. Um, really love that. Really love that state. When we came home, I was with Harrison at a scouting event and my wife texted me and says, what do you think about another dog? (laughs) Okay. We had just lost our last two dogs and I'll, I'll go back a little bit in time and talk about them as well. And, uh, so she, she went to a rescue and she decided if the, if this dog is still here, I'm going to come back and get her at the end of the day. Sure enough, Juno was there and she was there with her siblings and her siblings look like Aussies. They're, they're all German Aussie mixes. Apparently the German shepherd down the road decided to go down to the breeder and have a good time one night. Well, that's how these dogs came around. So, The other siblings look like Aussies, had the color eyes and the hair. Juno has more of a German Shepherd coat, about the size of an Aussie, with brown eyes. So she doesn't look exactly like an Aussie at all. But she is very smart, and I assume that's from the Aussie side. Very smart, and, I mean, she can pick up stuff. She knows words, some hand signals. I've been using hand signals with her since she was a, a puppy. And, uh, anyway, so that's how we, that's why we named her Juno. We got her when we came back and it was my turn to name her. So I, I we had such a good time in Alaska. I named her Juno. She does some really cool stuff. Um, Kim worked with her and taught her some words and we even taught her how to get up in the grass when we're walking down the road and a car's coming. She'll step up into the grass. You can say step up or car and she'll step up in the grass And as we're walking, uh, I use the word, uh, like sidewalk, I'll say sidewalk or, um, get out of the road. I'll say that too, but she'll, she will walk into the gutter and walk along the, you know, the gutter part of the road. So, you know, as to stay out of the road and, uh, stay away from cars. It's really cool. So again, very smart. I love her to death. She's a great companion. We'd take her everywhere. Literally. I mean, she Anywhere we can go, we we take her out to um, places to eat, uh, you name it, you know, all over the place. Wine, uh, vineyards, uh, wherever they'll let you take a dog. So she's great, great travel companion. And previously, before Juno, was Annie and Emma. We had them at the same time. Emma was a, a puppy that Ken had picked up and brought home what, right, not long after we started seeing each other. And she was a little puppy. She was just, she was, she was not the brightest light in the hallway, but what was cool about her or what was funny about her, I should say, not cool. She had this terrible underbite. So she had one of her, one of her, uh, I can't remember what side she had one side. Um, it would kind of stick out one, uh, uh, the canines would stick out and people would all the time. This is the funny part. All the time people go, Hey, can I pet your dog? As they reach down and they go, Whoa. And they hit the. A little recoil action because they think she's snarling. Well, she wasn't snarling. She just her part of her teeth were sticking out all the time. Uh, again, she wasn't super smart. She was she was a good dog though. Um, you know, a little a little dim. Then there was Annie, and we had them at the same time. Really, got Annie a little bit later. My wife used to work at a um, uh, animal hospital here in town, and. Somebody had called and wanted to drop off their dog. They Wherever they were moving, they could not take the dog and they didn't want it anymore. Which I don't understand how people can do that. I mean, I, I guess in some circumstances, it's probably smarter to, to give up your dog if, you, if you're not able to care for it. But uh, this is voluntary from what I understand. And they just were moving somewhere. They couldn't take the dog. Okay. Setting judgment, just setting judgment aside for a moment. Um, Kim was like, fine, bring her to the hospital. And I want, you know, lots of times people will call wanting to euthanize an animal because they're, they they do not want it anymore, which is stupid. I don't know that they were trying to do that, but I was just thinking some people do that. Anyway, she brought Annie and to the animal hospital, they brought Annie to the hospital and Kim brought her home. She's a, she was quite a big boxer for a female. Uh, had a nice brindle coat. Uh, I'm sorry, like a tan coat, uh, not really brindle. And she was really standoffish against men like myself. I, and for a little while, I was like, okay, we're going to have to figure something out because she was not trusting me at all. She was kind of growling. And I'm just in the house doing nothing, you know, just sitting around. I've, luckily, after I, when I told Kim that, She eased up and all of a sudden she was my best friend. I also took her around a lot, loaded her up in the truck, her, uh, and we'd go places all the time, walking, hanging out, playing ball. She had this big, stupid Kong, big, huge rubber Kong. And she would, uh, chew that thing to death. But yeah, she was, she was a really good dog. Again, she was really big for a boxer. And if you look in the, the post for this episode, you'll, I'll put a couple of pictures in there. Um, see, I don't know what, what caused her not to trust men so much, but well, we eventually got over it. And then previously to that was Daisy. Now, Kim had gotten Daisy before her and I started dating, but we had her together for a while. Uh, she was with us for quite a while, actually. Um, after we started, we got married and had Harrison and stuff. She was also a rescue of sorts at Winthrop university here in town. A student had the dog and brought her over to board her as she, uh, the student went on home and never came back to pick her up. So she ended up staying at the animal hospital for, for quite a while. Uh, she became a, uh, a blood donor dog uh, for a while and they just took care of her and boarded her. Well, Kim was, uh, living on her own at first and decided she needed a dog and was already taking Daisy home from time to time and ended up taking her home and, and keeping her. So she had, uh, you know, some company in the house in case somebody came knocking on the door in the middle of the night that we're supposed to, that kind of thing. Uh, Daisy was a great dog. I loved her to death. She would lay on, she's quite a big dog. She's a mix. She was a big dog, and she would lay on me, literally sometimes on the couch. She was uh, very smart, easy to deal with. I loved her to death, and uh, I hated it when she when she ended up passing. Well, who does, who does, who likes that part, right? That's what I should be saying. So, um, anyway, so she when she passed away, that was that was a tough day. And then I'm going to talk about a dog that we had when we were smaller, when we were younger. Uh, when I was with my family, his name was Jock. And Jock, I think had been with uh, another part of my family. Anyway, we ended up getting Jock, I guess it was a small poodle, not miniature, like a medium size, not like a large one either, but you know, kind of medium size. And we had Jock as a kid. Jock had, um, epilepsy. So from time to time I'd be on the floor watching television and Jock would be beside me and start bumping me because, uh, having seizures, it was really tough to watch. Um, you know, but, and then, in then the recovery, you know, afterwards, all you could do is make sure the dog's not going to bump into something or whatever. So you would kind of watch over it. And she just you know, she would take her a while to recover, and it looked kind of, it looked painful. I don't know that it was, at least, uh, or she was even aware of it. But yeah, it was no good. But yeah, she was, she was a great dog. We had her for what seems like years and years. Was, I know, uh, I was probably f- 14, 13 or so when she died. When she And she just left, actually. Uh, we were in the yard, and I noticed she was just gone. I think a lot of it had to do with she was uh, starting to get cataracts and was getting blind. Uh, so I think she just kind of wandered off into the distance and we didn't see her. I didn't, she was there one moment and then she wasn't. So I think it was just time. So poor thing. Anyway, here's to jock, Daisy, Annie and Emma and Juno and to your dog, happy international dog day. Talk to you next time. I want to thank you for listening if you want to catch up with me you can find me on twitter and facebook and more you can find links to all that at my website at spindle.com that's s-p-y-n-d-l-e thank you and until next time